From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. We've talked AI before with Marsha Blackburn, but it takes on new meaning after this meeting yesterday. Senator, welcome back to Bloomberg. We appreciate your time here. I wonder uh, to what extent this was an important moment, not so much for the, the drive to regulate, but just to get everyone's attention on a critical matter. What was it like to be in the room? Well, it was good to have everyone assembled before us. It was appropriate that we turn our attention in a more fulsome way to the issue of emerging technologies. And whether it is blockchain or quantum computing or AI, the U.S., if we're going to maintain our leadership, we need to step up and say, what can we do that is going to be helpful so that the private sector does what they do best, which is to innovate and to bring forth these ideas, build these companies, and then create those jobs and that tech leadership that is prized globally. So, Senator, as you say, it was important to just kind of highlight the need to do something here. It just becomes a question of how quickly something is actually going to be able to be done. Senator Schumer said he would like to see this addressed in months, not years. What's your degree of confidence that an actual regulatory framework legislation is going to be passed by the Senate anytime soon? Well, we have to realize that the EU does have a federal privacy standard, which we are yet to pass. And everyone says that's got to be building block number one. And the EU is ready to pass their AI Act, as they're calling it. And this will put their framework in place. So the U.S. does, over the next few months, need to do a national online consumer privacy bill which allows people to keep their information out of that open source network. That would allow them to build a firewall around their content. We also need to do a data security bill. And then we need the rules of the road for AI and making certain that the environment, that you've got a referee, as it was referred to many times yesterday, that is there to call those balls and strikes and make certain that that environment stays healthy for innovators. We've talked to people over the last couple of days that have chosen to establish their country, their company in the U.S. rather than elsewhere because they want to protect their intellectual property. So they have chosen here. We need to make certain that we keep that robust environment. Senator, I know that you've not always been a fan of big tech, uh, particularly the social media companies. I wonder, was yesterday's exercise an opportunity to learn from these executives or to put them on notice? 
it was a wonderful opportunity to learn from them to see how they see the utiliz utilizations of AI. You know, we have lived with AI for years. We've talked about AI and applications, uh, facial recognitions, auto uh, correct, autofill, uh, voice assist. All of those things are AI applications. And in my state of Tennessee, whether it's the healthcare industry, the logistics industry, auto manufacturing, there are so many utilizations of AI. Also, we have our entertainers, songwriters, singers, musicians, authors, publishers, uh, who are very concerned about what is going to happen with voice cloning, with concepts like chat GPT or jukebox, and how that may rob them of the potential, their constitutional right to benefit from their creations. So getting everybody in the room, giving everyone some education, not everybody works on these issues all the time, like members like I have. And it is important for people to have an understanding so they have that foundation and we can begin to move forward on this legislation with an understanding of why it is important. Senator, we could continue this conversation with you all day, but as the AI conversation is move, moving forward, there are some things that just aren't moving at all in the U.S. Senate right now, including military promotions and nominations, thanks to your Republican colleague, Senator Tommy Tuberville. What's your message to him right now? Should this continue? Well, the message is to Leader Schumer, who, as even some of the Democrats have said, look, let's begin to put these on the floor and let's call the vote. Today, we have had one vote. Um, we had one vote on Monday. There have been opportunities to put these nominations on the floor and call them. And also, Senator Tuberville has said, if, the, if you've got the command team over at DOD, that would sit down with him, discuss the policy, that they could probably work this out. Do you worry about military families in Tennessee who are in temporary housing or might have missed uh, a pay increase because of these delays? We are always concerned about our military families and uh, we continue to work with our military families. That's one of the reasons we work so hard on getting the NDAA across the finish line because of the pay increase for our men and women in uniform. Mm -hmm. uh, I've got to ask you about the matter of impeachment, Senator. I wonder if you're preparing sure. to receive uh, an impeachment referral. And I'm asking you this as we just learned that Hunter Biden has been indicted on gun charges. I know these two are not related, but it's hard to ask you about one and not the other. Yes. And on the impeachment, I appreciate why Leader McCarthy felt like he needed to move forward with this and why the House members who were on these committees wanted to move forward with the inquiry. They need to preserve their ability to issue subpoenas and to have those acted upon. And because of that, they needed to move forward with the impeachment inquiry. I think that you will see them continue to gather information and to determine uh, what is alleged, what actually transpired, and really kind of build those threads out. The American people 
want answers on this. They want to know what the then vice president did in conjunction with Hunter Biden and also with uh, with Biden Incorporated. And when it comes Senator- to Hunter Biden and these indictments, I am certain mm-hmm. that they chose to go with the gun charges first, uh, the three charges that are in this indictment because they don't want to be pulling the president in for depositions. Senator, just quickly, do you not worry about the precedent that could be being set here, just impeaching one president after another, depending on what party is in control of the House? We always worry about precedent that is set, and many of us try to continue to work across the aisle. And uh, we, I spend a good bit of time working on legislation and efforts that I have to make them bipartisan because bipartisan legislation is going to stick and making certain that you are writing legislation that is going to be good for Tennesseans and all Americans, that is going to improve the quality of life for Tennesseans and all Americans. That is something vitally important to me. Senator, we appreciate your coming to talk to us about all matters of import, including artificial intelligence. That's a conversation that will not be going away, and we'll stay in touch with Marsha Blackburn from Tennessee. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.